Welcome to Self and Soul. This podcast is your safe space to seek clarity on all things self and soul growth, a place where you can lean into your soul whispers and essentially come home to you. I'm your host, Daniela Elias. Hello, my loves, and welcome to what is a freezing cold night here in Sydney. I am sitting underneath the heater. I have my big jumper on with a scarf and my fluffy socks, and I'm trying my best to stay as warm as possible. You can probably hear the heater in the background, but I refuse to turn it off because it is just so icy. But tonight I am feeling so incredibly inspired and so called to just dive into this topic. At the moment, we are in another lockdown here in Sydney. I have no idea what other states are currently in lockdown because at the moment I am refusing to listen to any media or news or I just need a brain break from it all because it's a lot right so I don't know what's going on in the world right now I'm allowing myself to just tune out so that I can focus on me and what I'm feeling called to do right now but anyway we're in a lockdown and I know for a lot of the people that are around me, everyone is feeling all sorts of ways. There are lots of emotions in the air. There is this heaviness that I've been feeling. There's lots of expression that is needed. And so I was really inspired for this particular episode. So today's episode is all about creating and holding space. And I know that you've probably heard lots of blends of these words before, like holding space or space holder, space being held, creating space, et cetera, et cetera. And at first when you hear that, it's like, what the heck? Like, what does that mean? So I'm gonna break it down today because I personally identify as a space holder and I am so, so passionate about spreading the word on how we can hold and create space. And it really has been on my mind for a while. So this episode, I think, is coming at a perfect time. And I think at a time where we really will be able to practice what we learn. So let's just begin. So when I say space and you'll hear it all the time you're like I did a meditation live the other day over on Instagram and to end the meditation I called everyone back to the space and it made me wonder whether people knew what I meant when I said space but I just went with it anyway but in this context when I'm talking about space I'm talking about a safe non-judgmental love-filled supportive container that either you or someone else is creating and making available. So the sole purpose is to feel the feelings and to allow for expression in whatever way the expression flows, right? And I know that's pretty wordy, but there are lots of elements to it, I guess, when you're looking at it from a, from a far out perspective. But when we're creating space for ourselves, we're consciously allowing ourselves to pause and have a moment which is totally present and completely open to feeling and expressing what is on our hearts. So holding space for ourselves can be done in so many ways and I will go into that 
later on. But when we're talking about holding space for others, it's essentially the same thing, but instead we're the ones that are creating a safe container for someone else to express what they are feeling. And when we are the ones holding the space, it is so, so, so important that we're doing so without an agenda or without judgment. And I'll probably say that a million times in this, it's really important without judgment. We really are leaning into deep listening when we're holding space for others. And we, we do follow a few basic sort of guidelines to help cater for the individual who has come to us with complete trust. So whether you're holding space for yourself or for someone else, it's equally as important and valuable. So let's just, I feel like a story time is probably the easiest way to begin this. So I'm just going to give a personal example and then see where it flows. As you know, I hold space for this community all the time. You know, my monthly moon circles and my one-on-one guided soul sessions through meditations. I, I love that. And I love creating sacred spaces for sharing. Like it just, I feel like it's part of my, not only my my purpose, but I also think it's part of my gift, you know, creating a certain vibe within a space, I guess. Um, And it's why I identify as a space holder. So the thing is, though, no matter how much work you do or how many coaches you have or how much self-reflection or journaling or all the things, right, No, no matter how much of that you do, there's always going to be things that surface for us. There's always going to be times that, we need to be held or times that we need to feel supported or given the opportunity to express in a really raw way. So I personally am very, very selective about who I will allow to hold space for me. And I actually feel like we all should be selective because it's really vulnerable, right? When, when, when we are in need of space to be held, It's normally at a time where we're going through quite a lot and there's a lot of varied emotions that we're experiencing. We don't normally know how to navigate all of them because it's a lot, right? Like, you know, when there's something challenging that's happening around you, there are so many things that come up at once that sometimes you don't even know what the root of that feeling is or where it all started. It's like this snowball effect of all of the things all at once, right? And during those times, we feel raw and we feel exposed. And so to be able, I guess, to express without feeling the need to put a mask on or without monitoring what we're saying or kind of like filtering what we're saying in a way, We really do need to be able to trust who we're sharing with. And it's important that we choose to share with people that we know are going to really hold us in this safe, safe sort of, um, I keep saying container. And I hope that comes across in, in the way I'm imagining it in my mind. Like someone who's going to allow for us to express safely is so important. And just in this, in this bubble of, comfort and love and non-judgment and compassion and you know all of those things so I just think that's that's something that we need to keep in mind but I had a situation recently where I was just not feeling 
in a high vibration. Let's put it that way. I was feeling totally defeated, exhausted. Um, I was allowing my fear to really take over in a big, big way. And that, that fear was not just taking over my thoughts, but it was actually taking over my entire day leading to entire weeks. And it was becoming this huge cloud around me. And look, let's just, you know, I like to keep things authentic and and as honest as I possibly can. So, and I do think that's important because we don't often get that in this society that we're in. You know, we live in this world where everything is filtered and made to look a certain way and with this I don't know certain shade of perfect put over the top (laughs) where in really reality like we know that that doesn't exist right um but anyway our world still seems to spin on this unrealistic idea that perfection is attainable but I had this experience that really shook where I was and I'm just going to walk you through that as best as I can and in reflection of all of it because now time has passed but it had been a really really quiet month in my business it had been really abnormally quiet and I would say in reflection and this is just me throwing it out there it was I've been in business for five years It was probably the quietest month that I had experienced since I first, like since the first few months of business when I had zero idea what I was doing. And that was scary. It really was. And like given, you know, we're in a pandemic, we're all feeling it in a different way. And as a small business owner, like things can get pretty uncertain in times of world uncertainty, right? So anyway, There were a million things going on and it happened to be a quiet month. And also in that month, it was the month where it seems like everything was due, bills upon bills and like bass and tax and all of those things that make my head spin. And rent was due and a million other things. And I was so low in stock during that time And I had no idea on how I was going to cover all of those incoming bills and restock the shelves and continue to put out the energy that my community deserves, you know, because I really, I really do try my best to show up with a certain level of energy so that I can guide and hold space and do all of those things Um, but that month because on the back end things were feeling so uncertain and were really kind of a shock to the system and not what I was used to it threw me off and so I was showing up differently online as well and I have no idea if people were able to recognize that or um, if that came through Actually, I have no idea. I didn't reflect on that when I was moving through the emotions, but I could I could feel the difference, you know? And so bills were coming in, it was getting pretty heavy and sales had taken quite a dive because at that time there was 
<clears throat> excuse me, there was so many lockdowns spread across the different states and everyone was in and out and I was reading all of these posts and people were losing their jobs and it was becoming just so uncertain and so obvious for so many people that this particular wave and this particular time of lockdown was very, very different to what was experienced the first time in 2020. And so all of these things, right? And I was allowing that energy and that fear and the uncertainty to completely take over. You know, I would get up in the morning already in a panic. I would do all of the things that go against my, like I have a very, I don't have a strict morning routine, but I have a very specific way of going about my morning and making sure that I do the things that are going to serve my energy and support me throughout the day. And one of those things is making sure my phone isn't like I don't have notifications on. I don't check my social platforms in the morning. I don't do any of that because I know, and especially emails, because I know that it just takes one thing to set me off and to trigger me or like one email that's going to make me feel like shit or, you know, whatever. That's just, I don't do it. I didn't do it until I've had food. Like food has to happen first. Otherwise, it's all downhill from there for me. But during this time, I wasn't, following any of my normal morning flow because I was in this state of just panic and fear and uncertainty all the time and so I would get up I would check my phone straight away I would check my bank balance and I would check the sales and all of this stuff and I would just feel panicked and then lost and then confused and it honestly like in reflection, it wasn't just a few days of heaviness or multiple day state of being exhausted with it all. It was a long kind of pulled, spread apart series of, of weeks that just piled on top of each other. And it even got to the point that I was facing the decision of whether or not I would be able to keep the doors of my business after five years of growing and, you know, all of that, it, 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 that decision of, oh, can I stay, can I afford to stay open? You know, that came up and my heart really was not ready to even acknowledge that possibility. Like even now when I think on it, my heart hurts thinking about that. <laughs> It just gets me feeling all sorts of ways because that is just not something that I am or I know intuitively that is is ready to like this is not the time for me to, to consider that, right? But my brain was too far and so deep into the overthinking to care what my heart felt. That's the honesty behind it. You know, my my head had taken over. And I had allowed at this point, because it was such a long time of just allowing that fear to take over and not following my usual practices and not listening to the guidance that my gut was providing and all of those things. And I think that's, this is really like quite important for us to remember is that it doesn't matter how 
strong you feel you are within your practice, there are times where you will feel knocked off that sort of safe space that you've created for yourself. Like there are going to be times in your life that you feel challenged or that you feel triggered or whatever. And that's okay because that's human and we're emotion-filled beings and there are always going to be different hurdles and things that pop up in our journey, right? But it really is about the more we become aware of ourselves, it really is about how we bounce, not back, but how we bounce forward and, and choose our, like how we lean our energy into a more serving space. You know, what we do to follow that recognition of, of the, the path that we're taking of, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. And this is what I'm going to do to, lean into a better space for myself you know that's really important so if you find yourself in this space of just like you've been pushing yourself into the shadows more and more and more without moving through your emotion don't beat yourself up like it's so easy for us to do that it's easy for us to beat ourselves up and just put ourselves down but it's more serving to allow ourselves to re-choose, re-decide and move through it, right? So anyway, back to the story because I'm just going a bit off here. I had gone MIA from my social media as well and I wasn't responding to, I mean, I'm terrible with responding to texts as it is. Like if you call me, I'm definitely screening that call. I most likely won't answer. I'll answer my parents because they still will not accept the fact that I don't like phone calls. Um, But just texts are probably better because I'll get back to a text eventually when I'm in this, the head frame of, or the, the mind, the mind frame, the head frame. I don't know, you guys know what I mean, but you know, when I'm feeling like I can respond and, and, and respond to the best of my ability, then I will, but a call is not happening. So I was MIA from all group conversations in WhatsApp. I'm sure we all have like a million conversations happening there. All of mine are muted just to make that very clear. And I don't get notifications on my phone anyway, but you know, going in and catching up on, on conversations in WhatsApp takes so much energy, but I was MIA from all of that. And I remember that it was a, this particular day was a Friday, the, the story that I'm about, about to tell, this was a Friday and rent was due and I wasn't able to cover it. And so and that has never happened, right? So, th- so many emotions were coming up. It was just like shock and disappointment and confusion. And it was the first time in my life that I had to, and mind you, when I say rent, I mean for the business, for, um, for my, my office space. And there were just all sorts of feelings that were coming through but because of course like I'm not going to business is separate from personal right so lots of panic was coming up and so I was in my office it was Friday and it was still pretty early on in the day from memory I closed all my blinds I have these really big huge beautiful windows that look out onto the other offices I guess here in this space 
but I know that sometimes like depending on what angles you're standing at people can see in so I pulled all my blinds down I shut off all the lights I left on some fairy lights I put on some really really soft and calming music and I had my bottle of water next to me my calm oil rollers that honestly I just need to stop taking them off the Amity shelves because I'm taking away all my stock but it was so needed (laughs) that day I wrapped myself up in a blanket I made a little bed out of my big meditation cushions and I curled up in a ball on the floor and I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried and honestly that in itself is beginning to hold space for me to express right But given the circumstances, I knew that I really needed extra support that day because there was just so much that I was feeling. And so I don't know how long I was there on the floor crying for. I honestly couldn't tell you. It felt like forever, but it also felt like the time was going so fast. So who knows? It was a long time, I'm assuming. But once I felt like I couldn't cry anymore, I opened my phone, went to my group chat that I have with... Um, two very close girlfriends and I'm so bloody lucky to have these girls because they are incredible I shouldn't say girls I mean they're they're women and they're incredible souls they really are but I'm lucky because they are both very much accustomed to holding space and I think in that moment on that day I really did need the support of people who were accustomed to holding space because navigating through it, yeah, I'll go into it. I'll go into it. But anyway, I jump into the WhatsApp. A conversation has already started in there and I was sort of blown away because one of them in particular had said, hey, and she's very intuitive. She had said, hey, are you both free tonight? Because I have this feeling that we need to be joining in circle for some reason. And I instantly knew that I was the reason and that this was my opportunity to ask for help and to reach out to those that I trusted, right? So of course I did. I said, I was very straightforward and and upfront and just said, look, Yes, Circle is an amazing idea. I've been struggling for the past few weeks and I really, I need some support and some just, I don't know, I need to be held, you know? And I didn't feel embarrassed to say that because I trust them and we have that conscious connection between us, right? And that's also really important. But I was very, very honest. And that night, so... I actually did have plans that night, but I canceled the plans. Um, I asked my husband and I I didn't like, it doesn't really bother me if um, I'm in circle or having space held for me and Andy's, you know, around the house. It doesn't really make a difference normally. But on this particular night, I just said, hey, do you mind just, I don't know, going and hanging out with friends or just giving the whole space just for me tonight because I really feel like I need... I don't know what I need, but I just need lots and lots of quiet and, and, and no interruption. And so he was cool with that, obviously. He's super supportive. He went and did his own thing. 
Um, cups of tea were made. You know, I pulled out my journal. I jumped onto Zoom because these two souls live in completely different states, which I feel like is... <laughs> I feel like everyone I've made a really, really close connection with in the past few years don't live in my state. Like we all live so separately around the country, around the world. Um, but when you are, when you, when you really do find those souls that you click with, it doesn't really matter where you are. So we jumped onto Zoom and had this impromptu circle, and. If you're like if you're new to circles, I would highly recommend that you go back into this podcast and listen to I don't know what episode it was, but it's an episode on women's circles that I did with Hannah. And Hannah and I hold women's circles often. I actually think we have one coming up this month on the 22nd from memory. I'll put a link in the show notes. But anyway, highly recommend if you're new to circles, head over to that episode after this and tune in and just allow yourself to embrace that magic because there is something so, so special about being held in a circle, attending a circle and holding a circle. There's just something so beautiful, magical, sacred and I don't know, like ancient about it. I just, yeah, I love it. So anyway, really great app. In that hour, I released so much emotion. There was so much fear and so much energy that had been pent up for such a long time. I was sobbing uncontrollably. We did beautiful meditations. It was just, it was so lovely. And look, there was one point I struggled to string sentences together because I was crying so much. And while we're sharing, I really was surprised because I was getting to the root of some pretty big things that had been on my heart without me even realizing that I was carrying it. So in that space, there was no judgment. There were really no, like they didn't give me solution-based responses or they didn't use language to say, oh yeah, I've experienced something like that too. Let me tell you about my story or It was none of that. It was just a safe space for me to let go and release so that I could work through the emotions that I was feeling and do that with a little bit of guidance. And it was exactly what I needed. And afterwards, I felt so much lighter and I'd seen things from a perspective of surrender. And I was able to clear like the fog that had been in my mind. And of course, there are some specific tools that were used in that space that allowed me to move through the emotions. And um, I'll write a little note here so I remember to go through that later because I feel like that would be helpful. But I'm just so, so grateful for that moment. And I know that the more we speak about holding space for ourselves and for others, the more we'll be able to work through our emotions and experiences in a healthy way so that we can heal. Like it's just... It's pivotal for growth, I think. So let's just let's just break this down a bit more. I think actually going through the practical side is going to be really helpful. So how can we hold space for ourselves? Let's get specific with this and, and talk about the tools that we can access because it really doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be complicated or hard or any of that. The first I would say and the most accessible is holding space through breath. And I mean, we can do it right now, like why not? If you can, if you're not driving, if you're at home, 
Just pause for a second, close your eyes gently and put your hand over your heart and just take a really deep breath in through your nose. Pausing for just a moment and then letting it all go, breathing it out. And that's it. You know, that pause, that deep breath, and that release, that's you creating space for you. That's you holding space for you. You just created a pocket of time to breathe and to be mindfully present. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in that, you were able to check in with yourself. You just held space. So say you've been carrying a heaviest on your heart say you have been moving through some pretty intense or challenging emotions or you're facing something in your life which is proving to be difficult or i don't know toxic in energy whatever it is there are ways to support yourself and allow for expression so when holding space for yourself why not try creating like a calm environment wherever you are? And this is going to help to change the energy around you. It's going to help to provide comfort and to allow you to recognize the difference in this particular moment in comparison to all the other moments that you experience in your day. So this will look different for all of us. You might like to light a candle or put on some incense or maybe some soft music or dim the lights. I don't know what works for you, but you will know and you'll be able to do what makes you feel most comfortable. So really trust your, intu your intuition and let yourself, I guess, be intuitively led. And make it a priority to just pause for a few moments, to take in some deep breaths, to anchor yourself in the present, and to mentally prepare for what you're about to do. Because expressing when we are feeling vulnerable is not easy. And you might express through pen and paper, like writing in your journal, free writing, what comes to your mind or, you know, however that flows. Or you might scream into a pillow. You might just allow yourself space to cry or talk out loud, converse with yourself or your inner child. You might talk to yourself in the mirror. You might write a letter, have a conversation on paper. You might simply... I don't know, just sit in silence and hold yourself, literally hold yourself or hug a pillow tightly. For me, sometimes when I'm holding space, I like to have a candlelit shower and just allow myself to cry, let the tears flow and just visualize them being washed away by this beautiful cleansing water. And I feel lighter after those showers. You know, that's a beautiful way to hold space. For others, it might be totally different. It might be more about expressing with your body like movement or dance or free flow or expressing with your hands with painting or molding clay or something, you know. Sometimes you might feel called to speak to your guides or your angels you might pull out your oracle cards or just practice just really tuning into your gut. All of these things, whether they're done together or they're on their own, all of those things allow you to hold space for yourself. And in these moments, and I know I've literally said this so many times today, but it's so, so important that it's a judgment-free zone. You need to leave your inner critic at the door for this because 
it's really not the time or place. I mean, is it ever really the time or place for your inner critic? I don't think it is. But this in particular, like you really, really have to keep it judgment free and give yourself the permission to authentically express in a raw and unfiltered way because that's part of the process. So once you feel like you've let it all out and however that looks for you, it's a great idea to close the space with gratitude. (laughs) I'm just like flicking the microphone with my hand. My my arms are just expressing so much. (laughs) I'm not even going to bother editing that. But it's important that you close the space and close it with gratitude because when you're leaning into this energy of thanks I guess when you're leaning into this space of thanks for having the opportunity to express and release or thank you know your guides for giving you the guidance that you need or the insight that you required or whatever it is I think it's important to close the space with a few words or a prayer to acknowledge the energy of that moment and the outcome and I think an easy way if all of that is just feeling too wordy or just too hard for the first few times and just end it with saying thank you thank you thank you maybe three thank yous pausing to show that gratitude for that moment and feeling it and you'll notice that a lot of the time actually here on my episodes I'll end with saying thank you thank you thank you and that's because I know that there will be times where you might listen in and something deep within is brought to the surface for you or emotions are felt and experiences are appearing in sometimes in a response to what I say or sometimes you could just relate with what's coming through so right here and now I feel like I'm holding space for both of us to experience this so ending in gratitude is always beautiful so on the other note if we shifted a bit holding space for ourselves is one thing but holding space for another is a bit of a different story because it does require us to be aware of the other person in a really really conscious way so if you already have the relationship with this person where there is an understanding of the fact that you're both there for each other for each other (laughs) sorry I feel like it's getting I'm looking at the time I'm like oh it's nearly nine o'clock I'm normally in bed (laughs) but if you're if you're in this space where you already have a close relationship with this person and you know and they know that you're both there for each other to hold one another if you need it then that's cool but if not it really is a good idea to have that conversation with this person this friend this relative this I don't know partner whoever it is but let them know at any point that you are there for them if they need a safe space to share and you would be so surprised I can assure you you would be so surprised at how many people are just waiting for those words and the go-ahead to begin because sometimes we don't know how other people are willing to show up for us so it really doesn't it doesn't do any harm to just let people know that hey I'm willing to hold I'm here I'm willing to hold space for you I'm here for you if you need me don't be shy don't feel like you can't approach me you can I'm here for you you know having that conversation is quite powerful in any relationship So if you're holding space for them face-to-face, 
it really doesn't hurt to do a little energy protection prayer or to check in on your protection bubble to make sure that you are quite safe in terms of your energy and keeping your energy separate from any other energy that's going to come in. And if you need a guided meditation to help you learn how to create this protection bubble, I'll pop a link in the show notes for you. But once you have mentally and energetically prepared your own energy, then you can check on the environment around you. Is it quiet? Is it calm? Is it uninterruptible? You know, you want to give them your full attention. The more present you can be, the better you'll be able to hold them in a way which is going to make them feel heard and safe and prioritized. And that is so important. So no phones, no devices, nothing to distract. Wherever you are, have water, have tissues close by or a hot cup of tea. You might want to set the tone in the room in a specific way. Do what feels right for you. But just make sure that you are creating a space which is going to feel really comfortable and safe for the other person because you want them to be comfortable enough to open up and share because expression is what this is all about, right? So when it comes to beginning the conversation, you really don't have to say much. Remember that this isn't your place right now to do all the talking. You're just facilitating if you like to think of it that way. So ask them simply like, how are you? Or what's been on your heart lately? Or, you know, what's been going on? And let them begin, let them talk, nod, show your support. If they are someone who responds to physical touch, then perhaps you might, you know, that might come into play. You might put your hand on their hands or your hand on their shoulder or give a hug at times where hugs are needed. I know for me personally, I, I don't respond well to that. I need my space. But for some, they really need that reassuring hand on hand or physical contact. So you'll know them best and just do what feels right. But say things that are going to let them know that they are being heard and validate them. No, I hear you. That does suck. Simple things like that. And let them keep going. Let them talk. It really is about you deep listening. Like, I think I said this earlier, but deep listening is so, so important here. It's all about us just showing up for them. And I see it so often. And I used to do this myself before I learned that there's another way. (laughs) But when people open up and they express, there's sometimes this pause, like this silence in between where we as humans think that we need to pop in with some like wise words or guidance to help. (laughs) I used to do that all the time. And the thing is, we take that pause as an opportunity to say what we feel needs to fill that space or to reassure that person that whatever they're feeling is normal and okay. And we do this by sharing our own story. And the thing is, It's so important to remember that this is not a space being held for you right now. Right now, you're here holding this space for them. And unless they have specifically asked for guidance or for an opinion or for a similar experience, you really don't need to share it. You're holding this space with love, with kindness, with openness, and you're doing it so they can express and move through their emotions. So little questions to allow them the space to continue to dive further into what they're feeling is more powerful than you popping in with some other personal experience about whatever, right? 
the fix it approach doesn't work here. The I've experienced that, so do this doesn't work here. The, I don't know, all of those things. It just, it doesn't have a place when you're holding space unless you are very specifically asked. And the thing is, most of the time, people just want to express to get it off their chest. They're not there for a blueprint of what to do next, right? So just become really aware of that and mindful of that because as humans, we, we normally go into the fix-it approach pretty much straight away. So if you are unsure, like if you want to clarify what they are there in need of or what they are feeling in need of, there isn't any harm of saying, what can I do to support you in this? Like, how can I support you in this? Let them lead you then towards the next step because it's only them that knows what they need in that moment. And remember that your reassurance and them being heard is really what's going to help to create a really strong foundation and space for them. And then to close it all off, because closing the space is just as important, close it by thanking them for being so raw and honest and validate them. And then have those few quiet moments to allow for breath or a hug or a fresh cup of tea. You know, find a beautiful way to close that, that space. Don't leave it open, but gently close it. And I really think that if we get comfortable and embrace this way of leaning into our feelings on an individual, le individual level, <laughs> my words tonight, I really think, I don't know, it'll just be we'll be able to move through emotion with grace. And then if we get comfortable and we embrace this way of leaning into our feelings for those around us, we'll be able to create support on a more conscious level. We'll be able to create deeper connections with those that we trust. And also I feel like as individuals, we'll be able to help more, you know? And that's a really beautiful gift to be able to give. So I hope that these little snippets of my real life and insights into how to hold space is something that you'll be able to take on board in terms of holding space for yourself and for others. I feel really passionate about this. And I also think that it's important for us to learn and to teach the younger generation as well, because these are life skills and these are mindful communication skills. And they really do allow for emotions and expressions and feeling all the feelings and just taking away the superficial element of conversations that are sometimes had when big things are being expressed. And when we do this together, we can create a more trusting and loving and listening and understanding community. I think all it takes is just the first step for us to learn how to listen and put these tools into practice. And then from there, it's like a domino effect, right? Others begin to listen and to learn and then we grow. <sighs> okay, you guys. I think I've got it all off my chest. I feel like I've said everything that I need to say tonight. And if you do feel called to have space held for you, you're most welcome and always welcome to any of the circles that I hold. I hold them monthly, multiple times monthly as well, during the new moon to really be clear with our intentions 
and during the full moon to release and let go. And then, of course, the women's circles that I hold with Hannah as well. They're such a sacred and beautiful space. And the community is so, so, so lovely. And they really hold each other in such a... It's just undescribable. It's just such a, a beautiful feeling to be a part of those circles. So if you're feeling cord, I'll put a whole heap of links in in the, the show notes for you. So check it out or reach out to me. You know, always happy to chat. My DMs are always open. I know these times can be quite challenging. So just keep your eyes out on social media I'm always doing um, lives with meditations and card pulls and all the things to help support and hold space so I'm here I'm here for you I have great listening ears and I really hope that I get the honor of holding space for you I'll chat to you soon thank you thank you thank you (laughs) 